Welcome to the Faith Comes From Hearing podcast. This podcast will be a sharing of part of my morning routine as I prepare for the day with the Word of God. We will be partaking of Puritan prayers from the Valley of Vision, each day's morning devotional from Charles Haddon Spurgeon's Morning and Evening, and we'll be reading from the Legacy Standard Bible, which is the newest and, I believe, the most accurate translation of the Word of God. We will be following a Bible reading calendar that provides for reading the whole Bible in a year that was created by Minister Robert Murray McShane for his congregation back in 1842, and that has been a part of my daily reading for over six years now. Good day and welcome to the uh, Wednesday, April 5th episode of the Faith Comes From Hearing podcast. Again, this is going to be another uh, solo section. I'm not going to get back into the Bible study until next Monday. So sorry about that, but but at least we're going to be doing our Bible reading. I can I am Wayne Floyd, your host. And uh, the Faith Comes From Hearing podcast is a humble member of the Christian podcast community. You can find us over at christianpodcastcommunity.org. I would definitely encourage you to go do so. Like I keep saying, a lot of great listening, uh, definitely a lot of great podcasts over there. I, I do want to point out one of the podcasts you can find over there is called Theology Throwdown. And uh, what that does is bring together the podcasters from across the Christian podcast community to discuss topics and discuss them theologically. So we actually did one of those Monday evening. I know I'm recording this for Wednesday on a Tuesday, but you definitely should go listen to the episode. It's a once a month episode, but um, it was a wonderful. This was my first time participating, but it was wonderful. Um, it was a bunch of us in there um, having a great discussion. We were discussing the Asbury Revival. Um, so definitely worth your while to go do so. Um, it, it was just great. And and honestly, I would encourage you, um, the other podcasters on there, I would encourage you to go check out their podcast as well. And they cover a broad, broad, like I've said before, a broad gamut of topics in their podcast. So I would definitely encourage you to go check that out. I continue to want to point you to the final link in our show notes. It is for the Vail Valley Baptist Church Give, Send, Go campaign. Uh, what we are trying to do is rapidly pay off our mortgage so that we can shift gears and commence establishment of a Christian classic education-based school. We want to provide that alternative in our, in our community. So with that being said, go ahead and click on that link so you can read a much more thorough description than I just gave you. And then we would ask three things of you. We would ask you to pray for us. We would ask for you to prayerfully consider giving to us. And we would ask you to pass the link along so others can do the same. All right. Well, like I said, we're going to just go ahead and we're going to do very, very simple through the rest of this week and through Easter. And then we will be back in that Monday morning, which will be the 10th. Um, we will we will get back into our Bible study in the Gospel of John. And I'm sorry to have had to take this break. I just way too many things happening this week than I, and that I was having to get ready. Um, I didn't feel like I'd do a good job for you and me both. Um, so I, I want our Bible study to be solid. So I wanted to back up a little bit. So, but let's go ahead and let's open up with the fourth day morning prayer. It's called true Christianity. Let's pray. Lord of heaven, thy goodness is inexpressible and inconceivable and the works of creation. Thou art almighty and the dispensations of providence, all wise, and the gospel of grace, all love. And in thy Son thou hast provided for our deliverance from the effects of sin, the justification of our persons, the sanctification of our natures, the perseverance of our souls in the path of life. Though exposed to the terrors of thy law, we have a refuge from the storm. Though compelled to cry unclean, 
we have a fountain for sin. Though creature cells of emptiness, we have a fullness accessible to all and incapable of reduction. Grant us always to know that to walk with Jesus makes other interests a shadow and a dream. Keep us from intermittent attention to eternal things. Save us from the delusion of those who fail to go far in religion, who are concerned but not converted, who have another heart but not a new one, who have light, zeal, confidence but not Christ. Let us judge our Christianity not only by our dependence upon Jesus, but by our love to him, our conformity to him, our knowledge of him. Give us a religion that is both real and progressive, that holds on its way and grows stronger, that lives and works in the Spirit, that profits by every correction, and is injured by no carnal indulgence. Amen. All right, an April 5th morning devotion. Uh, the text comes from Luke 23:26. On him they laid the cross, that he might bear it after Jesus. We see in Simon's carrying the cross a picture of the work of the church throughout all generations. She is the cross-bearer after Jesus. Mark then, Christian. Jesus does not suffer so as to ex exclude your suffering. He bears a cross, not that you may escape it, but that you may endure it. Christ exempts you from sin, but not from sorrow. Remember that and expect to suffer. But let us comfort ourselves with this thought that in our case, as in Simon's, it is not our cross, but Christ's cross which we carry. When you are molested for your piety, when your religion brings the trial of cruel mockings upon you, then remember, it is not your cross. It is Christ's cross, and how delightful is it to carry the cross of our Lord Jesus. You carry the cross after him. You have blessed company. Your path is marked with the footprints of your Lord. The mark of his blood-red shoulder is upon that heavy burden. Tis his cross, and he goes before you as a shepherd goes before his sheep. Take up your cross daily and follow him. Do not forget also that you bear this cross in partnership. It is the opinion of some that Simon only carried one end of the cross, and not the whole of it. That is very possible. Christ may have carried the heavier part against the transverse beam, and Simon may have borne the lighter end. Certainly it is so with you. You do but carry the light end of the cross. Christ bore the heavier end. And remember, though Simon had to bear the cross for a very little while, it gave him lasting honor. Even so, the cross we carry is only for a little while at most, and then we shall re receive the crown with the, the I'm sorry, then we shall receive the crown, the glory. Surely we should love the cross, and instead of shrinking from it, count it very dear, when it works out for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. Alrighty, well, let's get into our reading. Uh, we're going to be reading from Deuteronomy 28, Luke 11, Psalm 77, and Proverbs 12. Again, I think it's Proverbs 12, 18. So Deuteronomy 28. Now it will be, if you diligently listen to the voice of Yahweh your God, being careful to do all his commandments, which I am commanding you today, Yahweh your God will set you high above all the nations of the earth, and all these blessings will come upon you and overtake you if you listen to the voice of Yahweh your God. Blessed shall you be in the city, and blessed shall you be in the field. Blessed shall be the offspring of your body, and the produce of your ground, and the offspring of your beasts, the increase of your herd, and the young of your flock. Blessed shall be your basket and your kneading bowl. Blessed shall you be when you come in, and blessed shall you be when you go out. Yahweh shall cause your enemies who rise up against you to be defeated before you. 
They will come out against you one way and will flee before you seven ways. Yahweh will command the blessing upon you in your barns and in all that you send forth your hand to do. And he will bless you in the land which Yahweh your God gives you. Yahweh will establish, establish you as a holy people to himself, as he swore to you, if you keep the commandments of Yahweh your God and walk in his ways. So all the peoples of the earth will see that you are called by the name of Yahweh, and they will be afraid of you. And Yahweh will make you abound in prosperity, in the offspring of your body, and in the offspring of your beast, and in the produce of your ground, in the land which Yahweh swore to your fathers to give you. Yahweh will open for you his good storehouse, the heavens to give rain to your land in its season, and to bless all the work of your hand. And you shall lend to many nations, but you shall not borrow. And Yahweh will make you the head and not the tail, and you only will be above, and you will not be underneath. If you listen to the commandments of Yahweh your God, which I am commanding you today to keep and to do, and do not turn aside from any of the words which I am commanding you today, to the right or to the left, to walk after other gods to serve them. But it will be, if you do not listen to the voice of Yahweh your God, to keep and to do all his commandments and his statutes with which I am commanding you today, that all these curses will come upon you and overtake you. Cursed you shall be in the city, and cursed you shall be in the field. Cursed shall be your basket and your kneading bowl. Cursed shall be the offspring of your body and the produce of your ground, the increase of your herd and the young of your flock. Cursed shall you be when you come in, and cursed shall you be when you go out. Yahweh will send upon you the curse, confusion, and rebuke, and all that you send forth your hand to do, until you are destroyed, and until you perish quickly on account of the evil of your deeds, because you have forsaken me. Yahweh will make the pestilence cling to you until he has consumed you from the land where you are entering to possess it. Yahweh will strike you with consumption, and with fever, and with inflammation, and with fiery heat, and with the sword, and with scorching wind, and with mildew, and they will pursue you until you perish. And the heaven which is over your head shall be bronze, and the earth which is under your iron. Yahweh will make the rain of your land powder and dust. From heaven it shall come down on you until you are destroyed. <sighs> Yahweh shall cause you to be, de to be defeated before your enemies. You will go out one way against them, but you will flee seven ways before them, and you will become an example of terror to all the kingdoms of the earth. And your carcasses will be food to all birds of the sky, and to the beasts of the earth, and there will be no one to frighten them away. Yahweh will strike you with the boils of Egypt, and with the tumors, and with tumors, and with scabs, and with the scab, sorry, and with the itch from which you cannot be healed. Yahweh will strike you with madness, and with blindness, and with bewilderment of heart, and you will grope at noon, as the blind man gropes in darkness, and you will not succeed in your ways. But you shall only be oppressed and robbed all your days, with none to save you. You shall betroth a wife, but another man will violate her. You shall build a house, but you will not live in it. You shall plant a vineyard, but you will not use its fruit. Your ox shall be slaughtered before your eyes, but you will not eat of it. Your donkey shall be torn away from you, and will not be returned to you. Your sheep shall be given to your enemies, and you will have none to save you. Your sons and your daughters shall be given to another person, while your eyes look on and yearn for them all the day long. But there will be nothing you can do. A people whom you do not know shall eat up the produce of your ground and all your labors, and you will never be anything but oppressed and crushed all your days. And you shall be driven mad by the sight of what your eyes see. Yahweh will strike you on the knees and legs with sore boils, from which you cannot be healed, from the sole of your foot to the top of your head. 
Yahweh will lead you and your king, whom you have set over you, to a nation which neither you nor your fathers have known. And there you shall serve other gods, wood and stone. You shall become an object of horror, a proverb and a byword among all the people where Yahweh drives you. You shall bring out much seed to the field, but you will gather in little, for the locust will consume it. You shall plant and cultivate vineyards, but you will neither drink of the wine nor gather the grapes, for the worm will devour them. You shall have olive trees throughout your territory, but you will not anoint yourself with the oil, for your olives will drop off. You shall become the father of sons and daughters, but they will not be yours, for they will go into captivity. The cricket shall possess all your trees and the produce of your ground. The sojourner who is among you shall rise above you higher and higher, but you will go down lower and lower. He shall lend to you, but you will not lend to him. He shall be the head, and you will be the tail. So all these curses shall come on you and pursue you and overtake you until you are destroyed, because you would not listen to the voice of Yahweh your God to keep his commandments and his statutes which he commanded you. And they shall become a sign and a wonder on you and your seed forever, because you did not serve Yahweh your God with gladness and a merry heart because of the abundance of all things. Therefore you shall serve your enemies whom Yahweh will send against you, in hunger, in thirst, in nakedness, and in the lack of all things. And he will put an iron yoke on your neck until he has destroyed you. Yahweh will bring a nation against you from afar, from the end of the earth, as the eagle swoops down, a nation whose tongue you shall not understand, a nation of fierce countenance who will have no respect for the old, nor show favor to the young. Moreover, it shall eat the offspring of your herd and the produce of your ground until you are destroyed. Who also will not allow grain, new wine, or oil, and the increase of your herd or the young of your flock to remain for you until they have caused you to perish. And it shall besiege you in all your gates until your high and fortified walls in which you trusted come down throughout your land. And it shall besiege you in all your gates throughout your land which Yahweh your God has given you. Then you shall eat the offspring of your own body, the flesh of your sons and of your daughters, whom Yahweh your God has given you, during the siege and the distress by which your enemy will oppress you. The man who is refined, refined and very delicate among you shall be hostile towards his brother, and toward the wife he cherishes, and toward the rest of his children, and toward the rest of his children who remain, so that he will not give even one of them any of the flesh of his children which he will eat, since he has nothing else remaining during the siege and the distress by which your enemy will oppress you in all your gates. The refined and delicate woman among you, who would not venture to set the sole of her foot on the ground for delicateness and refinement, shall be hostile towards the husband she cherishes, and toward her son and daughter, and toward her afterbirth which issues from between her legs, and toward her children whom she bears, for she will eat them secretly for lack of anything else, during the siege and the distress by which your enemies will oppress you in your gates. If you are not careful to do all the words of this law which are written in this book, to fear this glorious and fearsome name, Yahweh your God, then Yahweh will bring wondrous plagues on you, and plagues on those who are your seed, even great and enduring plagues, and miserable and enduring sicknesses. And he will bring back on you all the diseases of Egypt, on which you were, of which you were afraid, and they will cling to you. Also every sickness and every plague which is not written in the book of this law, Yahweh will bring on you until you are destroyed. Then you shall remain few in number, whereas you were numerous as the stars of heaven, because you did not listen to the voice of Yahweh your God. And it will be that as Yahweh delighted over you to prosper you and multiply you, so Yahweh will delight over you to make you perish and destroy you, and you will be torn from the land where you are entering to possess it.
Moreover, Yahweh will scatter you among all peoples, from one end of the earth to the other end of the earth, and there you shall serve other gods, wood and stone, which you or your fathers have not known. Moreover, among those nations you shall find no relief, and there will be no resting place for the sole of your foot. But there Yahweh will give you a trembling heart, failing of eyes, and despair of soul. So your life shall hang in doubt before you, and you will be in dread night and day, and shall not have any faith in your life. In the morning you shall say, Would that it were evening, and at evening you shall say, Would that it were morning, because of the dread of your heart which you dread, and because of the sight of your eyes which you will see. And Yahweh will bring you back to Egypt in ships by the way about which I spoke to you. You will never see it again. And there you will offer yourselves for sale to your enemies as male and female slaves, but there will be no buyer. All right, Luke 11. We're going for verse 14 through verse 36. And he was casting out a demon, and it was mute. Now it happened that when the demon had gone out, the mute man spoke, and the crowds marveled. But some of them said, He casts out demons by Beelzebul, the ruler of the demons. And others, testing him, were seeking for, from him a sign from heaven. But he knew their thoughts, and said to them, Any kingdom divided against itself is laid waste, and a house divided against itself falls. But if Satan also is divided against himself, how will his kingdom stand? For you say that I cast out demons by Beelzebul. And if I by Beelzebul cast out demons, by whom do your sons cast them out? For this reason they will be your judges. But if I cast out demons by the finger of God, then the kingdom of God has come upon you. When a strong man fully armed guards his own house, his possessions are undisturbed. But when someone stronger than he attacks him and overpowers him, he takes away from him all his armor on which he had relied, and distributes his plunder. He who is not with me is against me, and he who does not gather with me scatters. When the unclean spirit goes out, to, out of a man, it passes through waterless places seeking rest, and not finding any, it says, I will return to my house from which I came. And when it comes, it finds it swept and put in order. Then it goes and takes along seven other spirits more evil than itself, and they go in and live there, and the last state of that man becomes worse than the first. Now it happened that while Jesus was saying these things, one of the women in the crowd raised her voice and said to him, Blessed is the womb that bore you and the breast at which you nursed. But he said, On the contrary, Blessed are those who hear the word of God and keep it. Now as the crowds were increasing, he began to say, This generation is a wicked generation. It seeks a sign, and yet no sign will be given to it but the sign of Jonah. For just as Jonah became a sign to the Ninevites, so will the Son of Man be to this generation. The Queen of the South will rise up at the judgment with the men of this generation and condemn them, because she came from the ends of the earth to hear the wisdom of Solomon, and behold, something greater than Solomon is here. The men of Nineveh will stand up at the judgment with this generation and condemn it, because they repented at the preaching of Jonah. And behold, something greater than Jonah is here. No one, after lighting a lamp, puts it away in a cellar, nor under a basket, but on the lampstand, so that those who enter may see the light. The eye is the lamp of your body. When your eye is clear, your whole body also is full of light. But when it is bad, your body also is full of darkness. Therefore watch out that the light in you is not darkness. If therefore your whole body is full of light, with no dark part in it, it will be wholly illumined, as when the lamp illumines you with its rays. All right. In Psalm 77. 
for the choir director according to Jeduthun of, Al- of Asaph, a psalm. My voice rises to God, and I must cry aloud. My voice rises to God, and he will hear me. In the day of my distress, I sought the Lord. In the night, my hand was stretched out without weariness. My soul refused to be comforted. I remember God, and I am disturbed. I muse, and my spirit faints. Selah. You have held my eyelids open. I am so troubled that I cannot speak. I give thought to the days of old, the years of long ago. I remember my music in the night. I am musing with my heart, and my spirit is searching. Will the Lord reject evermore, and will he not be favorable again? Has his loving kindness ceased forever? Has his word endured from generation to generation? Has God forgotten to be gracious, or has he in anger shut up his compassion? Selah. Then I said, It is my grief that the right hand of the Most High has changed. I shall remember the deeds of Yah. Surely I will remember your wonders of old. I will meditate on all your work and muse on your deeds. O God, your way is holy. What God is great like God? You are the God who works wonders. You have made known your strength among the peoples. You have by your arm redeemed your people, the sons of Jacob and Joseph. Selah. The waters saw you, O God. The waters saw you. They were in anguish. The deeps also trembled. The clouds poured out water. The skies gave forth a sound. Your arrows went here and there. The sound of your thunder was in the whirlwind. The lightnings lit up the world. The earth trembled and shook. Your way was in the sea, and your paths in the mighty waters. But your footprints were not known. You led your people like a flock by the hand of Moses and Aaron. All right. And yeah, Proverbs 12, verse 18. There is one who speaks rashly like the thrusts of a sword, but the tongue of the wise brings healing. All right. Well, our evening devotion from Spurgeon's Morning and Evening for this date for April 5th. Uh, the text is from Proverbs 15:33. Before honor is humility. Humiliation of soul always brings a positive blessing with it. If we empty our hearts of self, God will fill them with his love. He who desires close communion with Christ should remember the word of the Lord. To this man will I look even to him that is poor and of a contrite spirit, and trembleth at my word. Stoop if you would climb to heaven. Do we not say of Jesus, he descended that he might ascend? So must you. You must grow downwards that you may grow upwards. For the sweetest fellowship with heaven is to be had by humble souls, and by them alone. God will deny no blessings to a thoroughly humbled spirit. You know, thir- yeah, thoroughly humbled spirit, sorry. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. With all its riches and treasures, the whole exchequer of God shall be made over by deed of gift to the soul, which is humble enough to be able to receive it without growing proud because of it. God blesses us all up to the full measure and extremity of what it is safe for him to do. If you do not get a blessing, it is because it is not safe for you to have one. If our Heavenly Father were to let your humbled spirit win a victory in his holy war, you would pilfer the crown for yourselves, and meeting with a fresh enemy, you would fall a victim, so that you are kept low for your own safety. When a man is sincerely humble and never ventures to touch so much as a grain of the praise, there is scarcely any limit to what God will do for him. Humility makes us ready to be blessed by the God of all grace, and fits us to deal efficiently with our fellow men. 
True humility is a flower which will adorn any garden. This is a sauce with which you may season every dish of life, and you will find an improvement in every case. Whether it be prayer or praise, whether it be work or suffering, the genuine salt of humility cannot be used in excess. All right. Well, that is our reading for the day. Um, again, I hope this time together, I, I thank you for spending it with me. I hope this time together is beneficial to you. This exposure uh, to the word and these devotions and prayers um, is beneficial to you. It edifies you and it equips you. I hope you have a wonderful day. I would continue to implore you to do all you do for the glory of God, and I hope to see you tomorrow. Let's go ahead and close out with prayer. We're going to close out with the fourth day evening prayer. It's called God All-Sufficient. Let's pray. King of glory, divine majesty, every perfection adorns thy nature and sustains thy throne. The heavens and earth are thine. The world is thine in its fullness. Thy power created the universe from nothing. Thy wisdom has managed all its multiple concerns presiding over nations, families, individuals. Thy goodness is boundless. All creatures wait on thee, are supplied by thee, are satisfied in thee. How precious are the thoughts of thy mercy and grace! How excellent thy loving kindness that draws men to thee! Teach us to place our happiness in thee, the blessed God, never seeking life among the dead things of earth, or asking for that which satisfies the deluded. But may we prize the light of thy smile, implore the joy of thy salvation, find our heaven in thee. Thou hast attended to our happiness more than we can do. Though we are fallen creatures, thou hast not neglected us. In love and pity, thou hast provided us a Savior. Apply his redemption to our hearts by justifying our persons and sanctifying our natures. We confess our transgressions. Have mercy on us. We are weary. Give us rest. Ignorant, make us wise unto salvation. Helpless, let thy strength be made perfect in our weakness. Poor and needy, bless us with Christ's unsearchable riches. Perplexed and tempted, let us travel on, unchecked, undismayed, knowing that thou hast said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. Blessed be thy name. Amen. All right, again, hope you have a wonderful day, and uh, take care of yourself. God bless. Mm -hmm.